Well, the list of available blue chip defensive tackles keeps on shrinking. Where will the Miami Hurricanes turn to next? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts, available free on YouTube. And thank you so much to the everydayers for joining us each and every day. Talk now to our recruiting overlord, also a colleague of mine at allhurricanes.com, and he does a fantastic job all over the Locked on Podcast Network. Brian Smith, how are you, Brian? Doing well, sir. How about yourself? Hey, it was a roller coaster of a weekend recruiting wise. Now it's game week, so I'm feeling good. And I want to remind you folks that every time Brian joins us, it's brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. Um, so obviously Miami, uh, they didn't do so terribly this weekend, Brian. They did all right. They went one for two. Uh, we'll talk about Zaquan Patterson in a minute. But then on Saturday night, that David Stone announcement, that was the perfect illustration of how crazy it is covering recruiting. I mean, he admitted he was thinking about grabbing the Miami hat. His entire family thought he was going to pick Miami. Uh, and I said this late last week, Brian, I was confident with David Stone, the five-star defensive tackle, I was confident that Miami had won over his family. I just wasn't sure if Miami had won over Stoney. And apparently they hadn't because he put on the Oklahoma Sooners hat. That was a roller coaster of an announcement. You know what? At this point, I have given up all hope on understanding why anything happens because I'm told a lot of times what's going to happen. And then that event comes into play to throw the wrench into everything. I was told Oklahoma a long time ago, but then leading up to it, I'm like, Miami's making a charge. I'm like, well, that's not what I was told. And then, like you said, you could tell when he was sitting there, that was not a lock stock done deal at all. I don't think it's even remotely over, but I didn't think it was over going into it anyway. But now I'm like, that is the one thing I'm sure of. There's going to be more conversations that I will be shocked if he's not back on Miami's campus at some point in the fall. Yeah. So missing out on stone, um, it, it, at least for now, I, I know, like you said, Miami's not going to stop recruiting David stone, of but not. of course not. You, ha you have to obviously look at other targets now because listen, the hurricanes have done a pretty good job in this cycle at a lot of different positions, but not at defensive tackle. Now they did land Artavius Jones and they're also, they're fighting off Florida state who's trying to flip Artavius. So the work is far from over at defensive tackle. And so, okay, Brian, there's a couple of blue chip D tackles that I'm looking at who have still to this point remained uncommitted. One of them, I want to start with LJ McCray from mainland high school in Daytona beach, because uh, I have been assured multiple times over the last couple of months Miami staff values LJ McCray higher than his recruiting rankings. Now he's a high level yeah. four star, but it sounds like in the eyes of Alonzo Highsmith and Cristobal and, you know, Taylor and, and Salavea, like to them, he's a five star and they they've been making a serious push for McCray. 
A lot of competition there, though, Brian. Georgia has made a push. I know the Florida Gators have been considered the trending favorite for him for a long time. What's the latest on LJ McCray? I heard the same thing you did. A buddy of mine called me, and he'd, he'd went to see him play, and he's like, this guy just completely dominates. He's kind of turned the corner. It's not just physical upside. He's starting to get it, and he's 6'6", 260. I've stood next to him. He's an imposing figure. So, yeah, that, that's true. And I'd heard Georgia-Florida were the most likely right now, but his recruitment, much like David Stone, has been all over the map. And because of that, Miami is in the mix. He's been to campus. I think he'll probably, you know, if Miami's got a shot, that you would hope the A&M game? I, I don't know what his plans are. I don't know which weekends he's planning to go anywhere. He is not the most media-friendly guy in the world to get information out of. But, man, I – I know Miami really wants him. And now, like you said, technically with Stone picking the University of Oklahoma, it's about numbers. They need minimum two guys that can play inside, preferably three in this class. So all eyes are on Aiden Breland and Mr. McCray. I mean, they, they just don't have many options. There's one other kid that they just offered that. I don't know much about Baru or something like that from Ohio. I don't well, yeah, know. Yeah, I don't either. Him. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah. And he's a big body kid that's committed to Pitt. And anytime Pitt wants a D lineman, I'm interested. They had 48 sacks last year. They've figured it out. <laughs> so I don't care what his ranking is. Pitt understands pass rush and D line evaluation. But at the same time, I, I need to research him. But this is not an easy deal. They got behind last year. They signed Joshua Horton out of Langston Hughes in Atlanta. Very good player. But it's just one guy. You got to get two, if not three, this year. They've got one so far, good player, but they need to really amp it up and find a way to get one of these guys. They can't go two years in a row with one D tackle recruit. Nope. That that is absolutely asking for disaster down the road. And they all know it. The problem, like usually when this happens, Alex, it's a staff that's not working hard. There's a lazy guy. That's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just not working out. It's in it of all positions. It's the one that can sell playing time. The mo it's, it's crazy, but that's recruiting in 2023. <laughs> you mentioned the name of another blue chipper. Who's undecided at this point, Aiden Breland, really, really big guy, uh, yeah. six foot four and a half, three twenty, out of modern day in California. And of course, Cristobal's got a lot of ties in California recruiting from his time in Oregon. But you know, with Breland, I think the trending favorite for him is the spot that Cristobal used to be, and that's Oregon. And Georgia wants this one. Like, I don't know if Georgia just thinks they can take 10 five-star D tackles every year, but they, they, they seem to want all these guys as well. Um, I, I don't, and I'll be honest, Brian, I don't hear as much buzz where Miami stands on Breland as I do with LJ McCray. I feel like they have a better shot with McCray, but Breland's a guy we've been watching for a long time. What are you hearing on his recruitment? I've heard A&M. I've heard Miami. I've heard Oregon. I know Georgia is another school that's tried, but he's kept everything pretty close to the vest. I'm surprised that SC is not involved more. That's yeah. uh, They used to just dominate at modern day, just dominate. So that's the good news. It's hard to beat SC when they got their hooks into players locally. But Oregon, man, they've they've turned the corner recruiting. They signed 10 edge or D-tackle guys last year. 10. I don't know how they're getting anybody this year after that, but whatever the case, Miami, once again, they've had Breland on campus. Realistically, realistically if they want to sign him, Alex, they got to get him back on campus this fall yeah. to turn the tide and, you know, hopefully it's a game that Miami plays well, et cetera. You know, you want all those things to line up. But at the end of the day, 
getting them on campus. It's just familiarity because he's in L.A., man. That's a five-hour flight. So they got to get him back. We'll see if they can. We're talking Miami Hurricanes recruiting with our recruiting overlord network expert. Brian Smith is with us and got to talk about a couple of defensive backs. When we come back, Miami just landed a really, really good one on Saturday. And, you know, the Hurricanes are are pushing for another who's actually a high school teammate of LJ McRae. So that that may I wonder if those two are dominoes that may end up falling in the same place. We're only getting started. You want to keep it locked right here on Locked on Canes. Mental health is a topic near and dear to my heart because, listen, sometimes we struggle. I've struggled at times balancing family life with professional life, relationships, parenting. Uh, I have benefited from therapy, and I want you guys to as well. Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Guys, you need to take a look into better help. I'm telling you guys, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. If you're trying to find the exact right match for you, you can switch. It's no problem. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash college today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash college. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and for the everydayers. If you want to take your everydayer experience to the next level, you want to sign up for our exclusive SMS texting community through subtext. I include a link in the show description below. We give you guys recruiting scoops on there. So, you know, the last few days have been crazy on the subtext. Uh, We give you guys breaking news, one-on-ones. You can ask me anything. I give you practice updates, press conference updates. If you want to try it free for 14 days, the link is available in the show description below our subtext SMS texting community. Try it free for 14 days. And then if you like it, you can opt in for $4.99 a month. We give you a lot of added value on there. Uh, We always get value from Brian Smith, our recruiting expert and overlord who joins us now. Uh, So Miami missed out just barely on David Stone, but they did get great news uh, in the early afternoon. Saquon Patterson. And my goodness, I was watching uh, Shaman Hud play because his game was televised on ESPN. He's he's a monster, Brian. I mean, I you know, I, I know he's a five star on rivals, but he's a four star uh, overall because uh, on or 24-7 and, and ESPN have him as a four star. Looks like a five star on that field to me, Brian, was impacting the game all over the place on defense and special teams. I'd love your scouting report on the newest Miami Hurricanes commit, Zaquan Patterson. The most versatile safety recruit in the country. That's the first way to start with him um, because he's so physically ready to play. He's put together now. He looks like a boxer standing next to him. He's put on a lot of weight in the last year, year and a half, and it's good weight. And he's always been a highly intelligent young man that can direct and lead. That's the more important quality. If you're going to play safety, Alex, in today's game, as you know, with the spread, they try to confuse people with the ideas to get somebody going scot-free And it happens a lot in college football. So if you don't have good leadership in the back end, you're in trouble. Look at Miami now with the two guys that got back there. That's a pretty good feeling to have those two. But they're losing them after this year, probably. At least one, I would say, is pretty safe. Most likely both. They need help. He can come in and play early. Intelligent to make the play calls. Can play the pass in man coverage. Uh, I know we've talked about him going up against Jeremiah in practice. (laughs) 
if you can cover Jeremiah even slightly, you're darn good. And he can do it in man coverage. He can play zone. He understands coming off the hash. He's physical. He has all the traits to be an All-American at the college level and eventually get paid. So Miami got as good a player as there is in the country at safety. And shame on on three for having him ranked 280-something or whatever. It's absolutely <laughs> comical and pathetic. <laughs> Brian Smith is with us. Uh, you know, another, another defensive back that Miami is after is someone I know if you talk to a Gator fan, they're south. He, he's a Gator. He's coming to the swamp. That's uh, Zay Mincy, Xavier Mincy out of Mainland in Daytona Beach, same high school where LJ McRae goes. But uh, I've, I've, I've got a quiet confidence about me that the Miami Hurricanes have done a lot of work in Zay Mincy's recruitment, and he could end up being a cane. Uh, where do you think Miami stands with Mincy, and what kind of a player is he? Let's start with his evaluation. I saw him a little over a year ago at UCF's camp. They came to a team camp. And I'm like, who's that kid? I was talking to him, they go, that's Zay. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's really that tall. You know how kids are listed at something and they're never that tall? Yeah. He's legitimately 6'2". And he was playing corner. I'm like, okay, now I'm interested. And he could play some man coverage. And he's really into, he's a lot like Patterson personality-wise. He likes to talk. He's a communicator, very much a leader. And I, I loved his personality and getting to know him. But man, he's got the long levers and the change of direction skills that the NFL covets. And that was just the end of his sophomore year, getting grown his junior. I'm like, he's already physically where you want him to be. But he could play safety, too, if you wanted him to. He can play whatever. Miami would just do well to get him. Wherever he plays, it'll take care of itself. I just, I would just want him on my roster. And that's why Florida and Florida State, among others, also want Zay Mincy. As far as what I've heard, Miami has trended lately. Um, that recruitment has been all over the map. Miami's the most likely landing spot now. But... Do not hold me that that point. Like we were just talking about this, this stuff for people out there. These recruitments change hour to hour. <laughs> so it, well, like Saquon you know, Patterson, like the, the night before, I mean, he looked Florida looked State, all, looked all Florida State, and then the next morning, right. it's going to be Miami. <laughs> yeah, I, I had heard everything from Florida State's end and Miami's end. They they both thought Florida State. Miami right. thought Florida State. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't know what else to say. And I'm, I'm a pretty, pretty outspoken guy. I have no idea. It's just so with that being said, Mincy right now, I would place as a Miami lean. And of course, that's the kiss of death right now in the world of college football. Yeah, thanks a lot for that. <laughs> I know. Look at that. But no, nobody's going where we think. Like it's just going yeah. all over the place. It's crazy. Okay, so uh, one player I know every Miami fan would love to flip. Well, probably the fan of any college team in the country would love to flip Jeremiah Smith. Um, now, Miami has the advantage of they've got two-thirds of that Chaminade Holy <laughs> Trinity now, right? Because you've, you've got JoJo Trader. You just need one more Infinity Stone for the gauntlet. If I, if I screwed that up, I'm sure Chalupa Batman will correct me on that. Oh, look out now. Look yeah. out because he, he's, he's into he those comics. Know. So you've got you got JoJo Trader verbally committed. Now you've got Zaquan Patterson verbally committed. The only thing missing here, the only infinity stone that's missing is Jeremiah Smith, who's you know long been committed to Ohio State, but he's he's been playing the game. He's taken visits a lot of other places. He's gonna be back in Miami, I think, for the Texas AM game. Uh, how much uh, could Miami benefit from having two of his close friends and teammates verbally committed? Well, they they all hang out together. How would it not? I think yeah. it's the other way to look at it. I mean, like that group at Chaminade in general is pretty tight knit. 
they they go to events together they go to work out together you know it's they grew up together on that ravens team when they're not together it's a little more concerning so it's it's not surprising to me that he's planning not one but two trips to coral gables well at least go to game i don't know when he's going to be on camp but he's going to games i don't know how that all works out but he lives right down the road from where the stadium's at that Miami plays at. It's pretty darn easy for him to get there. He can be there in less than a half hour, so no big deal. The question is, does he really take it seriously, or is he just having fun? Jeremiah told me that he wanted to give all three schools in state a serious shot this fall. That was face-to-face conversation about a month ago. I don't have any reason not to believe him. Miami has to put its best foot forward. They need to win important games. Like, they got to beat Florida State or A&M. They got to beat somebody and make buzz. Give him reason to want to go. And the best thing that Miami can do is just keep having him back. That's all you can do at this point. I love it. When we come back, got to put some focus on game week. We are just three days away from Miami taking on the real Miami. Oh, boy. (laughs) You want to keep it locked right here. A lot more to come. Brian Smith joining us on this all-new episode of Locked on Canes. Guys, game week also means our action is back. Want to get ready for that NFL season, college football season, with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. That's a deal right there. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from the spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. And I also want to let you guys know this is this is exciting and I'm so thrilled to be a part of it. Locked on Network. We are going to start airing, and it's going to be actually live streaming on every college channel, so you can watch it from this channel, Locked on Canes. You know, for whatever reason, if you want to watch Locked on Gators with my guy Brandon, it's going to be streaming live on that channel as well. We have our Locked on College Football uh, kickoff live show. It's going to be every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and you're going to see it streaming right here on Locked on Canes. And I am so honored to be a weekly fixture on that show uh, Drake Toll from Locked On Baylor is going to be the host, and myself and Kenton Gibbs from Locked On ACC are going to be the panelists, and we're going to have a lot of other Locked On hosts involved. Everyone's going to jump in and you know talk about their teams and talk about their games. Uh, it's basically going to be like college game day on steroids. It's going to be awesome, and it's going to be streaming live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on this Locked On College channel and all the other Locked On College channels. You are not going to want to miss it. And uh, stay tuned. We'll have more information on what we'll be covering throughout the week. And, you know, I'll, I'll put in some good words for uh, for the fake Miami, the one in Coral Gables, because I've been told, Brian Smith, that the real Miami is in Oxford, Ohio. That's what their quarterback, uh, Brett Gabbert, said, that apparently the real Miami is is in Oxford. Uh, your take on that game coming up and what you would like to see from Miami of Florida as they take on Miami of Ohio. First thing is make sure that you play consistent. I'll get to the Mr. Gabbert comments here in a moment. But first on this second year, you've got new coordinators that are really good guys that have put in really cool systems. They're going to have fun. 
Now execute it and show everybody. You want to support. You want people to come out and cheer you on. You're playing an opponent unlike what Mr. Gabbert thinks. It's inferior to you. You need to prove it. There's a reason that the sports books have you a 17-point favorite. And to be honest, they, they need to surpass that. There's another thing that I want to see, and that's passing game chemistry. Ward, oh, oh Ward, please. After what we had to suffer through last year in terms of trying to watch that, yeah. let it be. <laughs> Just the passing game should be better, though, in all honesty, with the offensive line. If there's anything that we don't see, if we don't see really good offensive line play after all the work, the new players, I will be shocked. And then finally, I know that they're going to be even more motivated because of Mr. Gabbert for this, but the pass rush, it should be good anyway. Yeah. They just got gaslit. Yeah. So <laughs> what's the over under Alex? Four, five, right around there for sacks. What do you think? I, oh, I, that's a good question. Um, I, 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 I would probably, I would probably go low. five and a half. I'm, you think I'm five gonna, and a half? I, I think high. they're going to come after him. I yeah. do. Yeah. So, and for those of you that somehow missed it, and the guy was just doing his job in the media there, it got brought up. Who's the real Miami? He said, it's Miami of Ohio. He said, is it because it's been around? He goes, no, no, we're going to show them on September 1st. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I wrote about it on all hurricanes today. If you want to check it out, it's got the video in the, in the article. Awesome. I mean, it, there's nothing dumber than trying to tick off the team that's getting ready to hit you. I mean, I, it's just ignorant. But whatever, it's your bruises, bro. Good luck. Now, to listen, you. man, and, and I gotta I gotta compliment uh, the media training of Miami's players, or at least uh, Miami of Florida's players, because I, I sat down uh, with three of them on on Sunday. Um, you know, we we put the video out on Monday, but I was with uh, Jakari Brown, Isaiah Horton, Jaleel Skinner. And I, I kind of threw that out there for them, like, hey, this whole real Miami thing. And they they just tucked, chuckled. They shrugged it off. And, you know, we moved on. They, they didn't take the bait the way that Brett Gabbert did. But you brought up something about Miami's passing game. I do sense um, Shannon Dawson and Mario Cristobal because I specifically asked both of them about that, about the chemistry, the timing between the quarterbacks and receivers. They, they seem to be somewhat confident about it, Brian. And the reason why I asked Miami's coaches about that at the weekly press conference was I go back about three weeks. The last time Shannon Dawson had been available to us, it was after Miami's first scrimmage. And he basically said, like, we're working on the timing and kind of the sync between the quarterbacks and receivers. He made it sound like they're not where they needed to be. Uh both coaches said that's progressing and that's something they feel pretty good about. I appreciate Dawson's honesty, though, because Dawson said, like, as far as the receivers go, Miami's not returning any thousand yard receivers, any hundred catch guys. So they're just going to kind of have to see how it plays out uh, over the course of the season. Who can become that guy? Right. Like, I feel like you've got candidates like I feel like a Colby Young could be that guy for Miami, but he's not done it. He's not put up those stats, at least not at the power five level. So they want to find out who that real number one receiver can be. I think Restrepo obviously has potential for that as well. I will be surprised if Restrepo and Young aren't in the 50 to 70 range. It's trying to figure out who's number three. I think it's Jacoby George, Yeah, but they've got enough candidates. Rayshon Smith, you got Ray Ray and Isaiah Horton, etc. I mean, you got the guys that transferred in. Trying to pick which one or two of those, maybe three, maybe like six guys have 15 catches, and that doesn't even touch on Arroyo or any of the freshmen. I mean, how do the running back? Like, are they going to throw the running backs a lot? Miami might just have like two main guys and like eight guys with 15 to 25 catches. Yeah. 
and that's okay. So we'll see how it works out. I just want them to be balanced and difficult to guard. The number on the jersey is not the objective. It's the number on the scoreboard. So if you move the ball by spreading around, that's cool. And Dawson's done that more often than not, except for that first year he was at West Virginia when they went nuts. I mean, they had two prolific NFL receivers and and an NFL quarterback. You know, they just went bonkers. But most teams aren't going to have that in one little Nick group that grew up together, et cetera. You know I mean? Like, it's it's crazy. So I think Miami's passing game will be better. I just hope that it's able to be better right off the bat because I'm not the most patient guy. And I know Miami right. fans aren't either. No, so. we certainly are not. A huge thank you and <laughs> shout out to Brian Smith. You want to follow him on the app formerly known as Twitter at FB Scout <laughs> underscore Florida. Check out his work. Uh, he does an awesome job. Allhurricanes.com. He's a colleague of mine there and just does does fantastic work there. Brian, thank you so much for taking the time and enjoy the rest of this crazy week. Thank you, sir. Looking forward to the all the games this weekend. Absolutely. We'll talk to you guys again next time on another episode of Locked on Canes. We are part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.